What's going on, guys? It's the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and presented to you, as always, by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, batch us WinBet, at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, batch us W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST, all capital, for 15% off active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. And make sure you enter our World Series Prop Contest. Winner gets $200 cash and $200 gift card to the SGPN merch store. today. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. What's going on, man? We had a, a we had a busy, busy week. We had Christian McCaffrey is a 49er. James Robinson is a Jet. That had impacts all over the place. Deonta Foreman, he had a little bit of a bump off of that. You see Jeff Wilson kind of goes away, but he still goes back into that handcuff role. James Robinson unleashes things for uh for Travis Etienne. Michael Carter. Had an 18-hour buy, you know, sell window. <laughs> it's closed. Um, there's still people out there that believe in Carter. Go take advantage. Um, but James Robinson and Carter are likely to kind of split duties. We didn't see CMC, which I was not surprised. People like play too much Madden or something. They thought like CMC was going to get off the plane, go on to plug the right field in, yeah, and plug right in. I'm like, he's like Jeff Wilson's not going to go away. This week, you should see a lot more CMC. He's going to have to get acclimated in the offense. Anytime you see these these trades. Like, even with James Robinson, it happened on Monday, so he's more likely to be worked into the offense, but he's not going to go in and take 90% of the workload. Like, it takes a while to learn the playbook, to learn the calls. You got, you know, blocking schemes. You got checks. You got audibles. There's a lot of things to, to get used to. Don't expect those guys to go right in. But guys like Deonta Foreman, who's been with the team all training camp, all offseason, he had a, a great game yep. against a tough matchup. You know, Tampa Bay, you know, it's, it's a tough matchup. So um, we're going to talk to you today about some, some people that could be on the move, some, some landing spots, and we're going to do some predictions on where we think they could go as well as who that could affect for fantasy purposes. Um, we had a big trade today. Kadarius Tony got traded to the Kansas City Chiefs, and because he got traded to the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill is trending. Um, everyone, you know, wants to do the comparison because – if there's anyone that, you know, looks like he has that kind of a burst, it is it is Kadarius Tony. But let's not let's not get too early. Let's not put the cart before the horse. Kadarius Tony obviously has not proven anything in the NFL. And this could be an opportunity for the other players where maybe you could buy Juju or buy Michael Hardman or buy some of these other guys. So what are your thoughts? Just going with Tony, how does that affect the Chiefs? How does it affect the Giants? Find that Hardman guy and get rid of him, right? So you, you talked about there's people out there like McCall Hardman. He had a huge game last week. Sell, sell, sell. I would have told you that even before they brought in Kadarius Tony. 
Juju is the most solid option right now. He's really looked good, really probably over the last four weeks or so. He's kind of been, you know, eight targets. He's getting eight targets, and eight targets from Patrick Mahomes are very, very good. I do think Tony brings that explosion Mm -hmm. element that is just difference. I think he can be a difference maker in the offense. Uh, that's taken a little bit of a reach to say he's Tyree kill and that, you know, he, he's going to fill into that, that hole a little bit. He doesn't have quite that speed that Tyree kill has, right? He does. He's not nicknamed cheetah. (laughs) So, uh, but I do think he's going to be a guy that is utilized in the offense this week. I think it's going to be sparingly, but if he does end up being active, I could see you, I would expect to see some packages for Kadarius Tony to get the ball into his hands in space and let him work his magic like we saw kind of last season in those few games with the New York Giants. So I do think he's a guy I'd be interested in. I had him on the list for today's show as a buy low. I just don't think you're going to be able to necessarily buy low on him anymore. No, and and for some people, as crazy as things have gone, it might be a sell-high opportunity. Um, yep. People are pretty excited, and and any value he has, has a resurgence because if there's any situation that I mean, is there a situation that you would have been more excited about than the chiefs? No. I mean, especially for him. (laughs) Yes. Like they've done a great job with difficult personalities. Um, The giants and him apparently had some conflict about his injuries, but even with the last regime, it just seems like, like people, like they were not interested in in Kadarius, Tony. Um, Maybe it's off the field stuff. He's, he's, he's young Joker. He's a rapper. He's an R&B player, you know, R&B singer. I don't know. But let's get into the other guys. So we we saw Christian McCaffrey traded. We know Cam Akers is on the block. He's essentially walked away from the team. We know Kareem Hunt has requested a trade in this, this offseason. And we all are very, very much aware of how Antonio Gibson has fallen out of favor with Washington. Um, Zach Moss was someone that was rumored to be shopped this offseason. Um, apparently the bills were getting calls on him, especially after they drafted James cook. They did not make any moves. Um, very publicly, we saw Melvin Gordon get, he, he had some fumbles. Uh, one of them cost them a game and Melvin Gordon was benched on national television. Um, Ronald Jones is interesting. Um, Ronald Jones is someone that, you know, people had dreams of him taking over the backfield and then he almost didn't even make the roster. Um, so Ronald Jones could be on the move or could get cut. Um, the receivers, I think, is where it's really, really interesting. Um, and so we're going to start with the running backs first. So, Brad, give me one running back that you think would be your most likely to be traded. I think Kareem Hunt is the answer here. Um, You know, as much as I love Antonio Gibson and he's the name at the top of this list, if I'm an NFL franchise, I'm I'm calling the Washington Commanders trying to get Antonio Gibson because I believe he's an absolute difference maker and he is a young player, a guy to be looking to get that contract later on. And I think it can be a cornerstone piece for really good offense, but I think Kareem Hunt is the most likely guy for a lot of these, especially in a fantasy type situation, right? You, What you want is a contending team that's looking for a running back that puts them over the edge, right? And I think Kareem Hunt, we've seen what he can do even as a two when given the opportunity, and we haven't seen that opportunity come the last couple of weeks. He's in the, been in that 40% snap share like he has been, but they're just not giving him the opportunities. He's not carrying the ball as much the last two weeks. 
He didn't have any targets in basically a blowout against the New England Patriots where the, the Cleveland Browns were forced to throw the ball and he ended up with one target. So I think the Browns are going to be looking to move him. He's an unrestricted free agent anyway next season. So finding that right match to get something out of him right now, I think is a great move for them as well as for the contending team that takes a shot on him to bring him in. I, we talked about it on Monday. I thought a great opportunity for him would have been something like the New York Jets, where he could be a one-year rental until Brees Hall comes back. Maybe a team like the Denver Broncos look to bring in a player like that. Uh, but I think Kareem Hunt is the guy that is probably going to draw the most attention, I would feel like, out of a contending type roster. So let's check in with the sponsors, and I'll let you know the three teams that missed out on Christian McCaffrey. Um, thinking of joining about joining WinBet, um, you bet $100, and you get a $100 free bet. If you're looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. WinBets, it's WinBet truly, uh, hashtag DGENs only. Plus, you use WinBets, build your own bet to build your build some amazing same-game parlays. It's not too late. Just go join WinBet now. You can get in on tonight's action. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, bachelor's WinBet, just so they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com, bachelor's W-Y-N-N-B-E-T, to claim your free bet today. Offer something to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a play where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Yeah, and our sports gambling podcast, The Mothership, is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autograph Lawrence Taylor, the original LT, or an autograph Brian Dawkins, who happened to be on Good Morning Football today, uh, talking about them Philadelphia Eagles, an autograph jersey of his as well, and the contest is completely free to enter. So here's what you got to do. Go to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast and make sure you subscribe. Again, that's youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on any video and each video that you, you comment on is a new entry. So you can have multiple entries into this opportunity to win that LT or that Brian Dawkins autograph jersey. Make sure you also turn on your notifications so that you don't miss out if Sports Gambling Podcast contacts you when they pull you as that lucky winner for this jersey. So make sure those the notifications, you go to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast again for an opportunity to win a Lawrence Taylor or a Brian Dawkins autograph jersey. We're also giving away a Debo Smith jersey. Debo so, Samuel. Debo Smith. Debo Samuel. Sorry. We got Debo Samuel. All you have to do is subscribe and comment on this channel, SGPN Fantasy Football, and you'll be entered to win a free Debo Samuel signed jersey. I didn't bring it for the show today, but you can check out Dynasty Dorks or SGPN Fantasy on Twitter, and you can see that beautiful jersey. So, again, I, I mentioned who missed out on Christian McCaffrey. So, Christian McCaffrey was uh, 49ers paid a lot. And why did they pay a lot was because they weren't the only suitor. The Eagles and the Broncos also made offers. The Los Angeles Rams offered this a second, a third, and a fifth. And the Buffalo Bills also made an offer. They offered a second round pick. That's four teams that didn't get them. The Eagles, the Broncos, the Buffalo Bills, and the Rams. So those teams could be in the market for one of these other running backs. And so I think everybody looks at the Rams. They know that they they don't care about draft picks, and they 
are looking to move Acres, who reportedly was also offered in a, in a package to the Panthers for McCaffrey. You could see Acres moved or cut, and cut is a, is a very likely possibility. Knowing the situation, there's no leverage. But you know, we saw Robbie Anderson go for a fifth and a sixth. You could see Acres go for something like that. The Buffalo Bills, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Broncos, the Rams. Those are teams to watch. All for Kareem Hunt. All for Antonio Gibson. Oh, Antonio Gibson at the Rams. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, and 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 absolutely. And so, just like we talked about with Deonta Foreman, you know, it's chess, not checkers. So yeah, everyone right now, it's gonna be hard to get Kareem Hunt. It's gonna be hard to get Antonio Gibson. Of course, try. But if you can't get those guys, understand that that value, if Antonio Gibson is traded, you could see Brian Robinson's value go up. So maybe you go and and go after Robinson. Maybe you go after Dearness Johnson. With Kareem Hunt, if Kareem Hunt were to leave, Dearness Johnson instantly gets an impact. He goes up into that second role. They have Jerome Ford there. His his value rises. He's on IR, though, so that that makes Dearness Johnson even you know, even more important to that offense. Yeah. For the immediate impact. And yep. so the long-term outlook, you got, you know, Nick Chubb's going to be there next year, but Dearness Johnson could, you know, he could come back next year or Jerome Ford could be there who you can stash on the IR right now. Um, So the bills is another one. They offered a second round pick for McCaffrey. That's a lot. That's a lot. And, and you may not get the same offer for a Kareem hunt and teams. Jeremy Fowler's reporting teams could, you know, they think they could get Kareem hunt for a fourth round pick. Remember, Kareem Hunt is on an expiring contract. His yep. contract is going to expire, so the team is only getting him on a seven or eight game rental. Contracts are definitely a big impact when you look at the values. So don't look at the values just you know one for one. So I'm going to go with you know uh, I'm going to go with my my predictions as far as the running backs. Um, we talked earlier, and you know I do think that Kareem Hunt is the likely trade, and. And before today's trade, I thought the most logical place would have been the Kansas City Chiefs. They have a connection. They've been there before. (laughs) He was the leading rusher. I got, I mean, I did an awesome Photoshop yesterday of him in the Chiefs jersey. It looks great. Um, The Rams would have been my second pick. And then the Buffalo Bills would have been my last pick. And again, I'm looking at teams that already shot their shot. Not a lot of people are going to spend a lot of capital on running backs. Not a lot of people are going to go after someone like Hunt who has a bigger contract. And you also have, you know, you got to be a contender. You're not buying a running back if you're the Houston Texans or the Atlanta Falcons, regardless. You're not in contention. Why would you waste a draft pick on a running back that has expiring contract? Antonio Gibson, you mentioned it. And I think that that, you know, obviously, like for me, the Rams were the logical spot. I'm going to throw another one that's a curveball. And that is the Miami Dolphins. And so the Miami Dolphins have Raheem Mostert, and he looks fantastic. Chase Edmonds hasn't done squat. Yep. They had Sonny Michelle. They let him go. Raheem Mostert popped up on the injury report today after I wrote this. But I could see the Miami Dolphins collecting a running back and being a dark horse in this market. They, they are very familiar with Cam Akers, who's another person they could go after. But I think Antonio Gibson fits the mold, and they also need someone that's a, got a little bit more size and a little bit a little more toughness to go with the the backs they have. And Gibson's had a, a cleaner bill of health than some of the other guys. 
Um, and he's young, so he could be a long-term fit there. And the other pick I, I had for Gibson was the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, I, I think one thing to keep in mind that's kind of looking at the flip side of the coin is what we're talking about now is, you know, f- we're talking about players that these teams are looking at bringing in. So if you're an owner of or you roster some of these guys that are currently the RB1s on those teams and you are not contending, if you have Raheem Mostert, if you have Devin Singletary, if you have Darrell Henderson, if you have, um, oh, who was the other team? We talked. Um, I said I said uh, the Rams, Bills, the Bills, the, Bills. the Rams. The Eagles. Oh, so Miles Sanders. Sanders. If you own these guys, you you should really be looking at trying to get out from underneath them right now because it's clearly evident that the teams are not, I don't want to say are unhappy with them, but are not necessarily satisfied with them either, right? Miles Sanders, expir- expiring contract, move on from him, figure out how to get rid of these guys before the trade deadline because once – Cam Akers goes there, plummets, you know, value's going to plummet. If Antonio Gibson there goes there, value's going to plummet, and you're not going to get what you could get today for them. Especially, Miles Sanders has had a pretty good season. Raheem Mostert's looked really good the last few weeks. You might be able to get some decent value if you try to move those guys now off of a team that they don't, they they just aren't happy with them, like I said. So, so think about it from that flip side as well. I'm going to go with Brady on this one. I think you'll just, if you, the process is right. If you pick Brady tonight and Dalton ends up being the better play, you're, you're Brady, Brady's the one you're going to kick yourself for. Cause if you end up not, you end up sitting Brady, watching him go off and then Dalton goes, gives you 10 three, points. <laughs> yeah. And like Taysom Hill scores yeah. four touchdowns. Yeah. You're just going to be like, you're going to be sad all week. So just like, yep. Just let it go. He's he's the goat. It, it's the Ravens are a fantastic matchup. A lot of people kind of like a lot of what you see these teams and you think like the Ravens are a really tough defense. Like that was a while ago. Like the Saints, they're a tough defense to run against. Not anymore. I mean, yep. there's been a lot of changes. Well, um, do we know if Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters are playing tonight yet? I, I don't have any of that. But yeah, um, I mean, if they are, they're playing hurt. So that's that's another thing to to think about. Yeah, I don't have I don't have any of that. Hey man, make sure you make sure you subscribe. If you are, you commented already, so you're entered to win the Debo Samuel jersey. So just all you do is comment on any one of the videos. Well, you already commented, so just subscribe, and then you're you're entered to win for free uh, free contest. You just got to send the screenshot over to SGPN Fantasy on Twitter. Um, rolling with Brady, Henry Cook, CD Hopkins, Goddard. You just subscribe. There you go. Um, yeah, you're good to go, man. This this is uh this is a nice. We were hitting nice the button squad. at the same time. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. Yeah. So um, the last last running back I wanted to talk about was Cam Akers, and I don't know. I just and I hate it because I'm the I, hey, I'm a Giants fan, but I I think the Eagles would would make a lot of sense for Akers. They always seem to get good talent at a discount. As much as I hate the Eagles, Harry Roseman, other than drafting receivers, he just he needs to just like do all the trading and let someone else do the drafting. He's the best at trading. He's absolutely the best in the league at trading. Um, they got Robert Quinn for for nothing, and the Bears were like, "Oh yeah, we'll pay his whole salary." Um, but my number one pick for Cam Akers, and this is the team that I wanted to draft Cam Akers, and that's the Buffalo Bills. Um, so I got I got Buffalo for Cam Akers, 
I got Miami, uh, Philly is my second choice, and then Dolphins is my third. I put Antonio Gibson on the Rams, and I put Kareem Hunt on the Chiefs. That was before the Tony move. I don't know if they have any more draft capital to give up, but they might. So um, let's check in with the sponsors, and then we're going to head back into the receivers. Anything on the running backs before we head over there? Nope, I'm ready. Cool. Let's talk about No House Advantage. Uh, no House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy platform platform available. Play in picking contests for other people for a shot at winning 250k plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your pay, player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player props over and under or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit up to five up to first deposit match up to $25. Um, make sure you check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but it's also where you play. You don't want to miss out on this. Yeah, and also make sure to enter our World Series prop contest. Our winner gets $200 in cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. So make sure you enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Well done, sir. What's up, Justin? Who you got tonight? Who's winning the game tonight? We need to know. Um, let's uh, let's go into the receivers. So, I, I mean, there's a ton of them. And, and hey, I'll, I'll throw a couple running backs just to put some out there. Damian Harris is someone that it could be on the block. Zach Moss could be on the block, especially if they, the Buffalo Bills pick somebody up. And a dark horse that could be a huge one. I've heard some rumors that people are calling about Alvin Kamara to see if he is available. I don't know what that would do with the Saints cap and all that stuff, but that would be a monster move. That would be interesting. But let's go into the, the receivers. Give me one receiver that you think is most likely to be traded. Ooh, most likely. So I, I don't see DJ Moore as a guy, right? Everybody, you're hearing kind of rumblings because they, they just, sold those, those are all the DJ Moore owners. Yeah, I'm just not buying that. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me from the organ for the organization to do that literally the year after they re-sign him to a pretty healthy contract. So it, it just, and he's super young. So I'm not buying that one. I think for me, the guy that's kind of fallen out of graces of the organization that looks like he could be a good fit in certain offenses is a guy like Chase Claypool. Um, so I know he's on your list as a potential uh, mover, and and that makes a lot of sense to me. The Pittsburgh Steelers aren't really utilizing that skill set as much as what they have tried in the past with Ben Roethlisberger. So I think he's a guy that you know teams might inquire about because of his explosiveness and that intrigue of his big, physical, speedy guy running down the field and and stretching defenses a little bit. So I think Chase Claypool is a guy that players could pro- that, you know teams could probably get pretty cheap, and that the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking to move on from. Yeah, and Claypool, he had you know falling out last year with the the team. Then he had the, you know some of the we'll call it off the field, the on the field stuff. I mean, he had some off the field stuff. Um, a lot of people don't know, but he got into a, like a bar fight, kicked a dude in the face, and then um, he, you know then he had the he wanted Mike uh, Tomlin to play music at, at practice, and Mike Tomlin was like, "You you play football, I'm gonna coach football." 
and um and then the you know the TikTok stuff and the celebrating on the field and and then he announces George Pickens' selection, which was just uh, the jokes just wrote Brutal. themselves. <laughs> um, so Claypool could use a he could definitely use a, a new um, environment. And you know how expensive are receivers? They're very expensive, and so you get George Pickens for a cheap price compared to what you're going to have to play, pay Claypool next year. Plus, you're probably going to compensatory pick for Claypool. So the Steelers will, will get the compensatory pick or they'll trade him now. And so um, the, we've all been here, bar fight and kicking people. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you the video. I, I, I had some like, I had Marcus Grant and uh, Michael Floyd on the show. They were like, I've never heard of that. I'm like, I sent them the video. They're like, no, how did he not get in trouble for this? And Alvin Kamara's going to get in trouble. Like, literally like kicks it, soccer kicks a dude in the face. Um, so I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks. I think Brandon Cooks has it in his contract that he has to get traded every once, every once every three years. <laughs> and um, so it, it's going to happen. Um, Brandon Cooks has, uh, he's had six 1,000 yard seasons on three different teams. He is one of the most underrated players in the league. And he's on the Houston Texans. And the Houston Texans, they are, you know, obviously looking more towards next year. They're doing a nice job. Things are starting to come together for them, but the wins are not piling up. And he's an older receiver. So what do you do in your dynasty league? You get rid of older players. What are you going to do in the NFL? You're going to get rid of older players. We talked about it uh, a couple couple episodes ago. It's not a great receiver market next year. So teams might want to get ahead of that. And if they have like a rookie quarterback, that is a great situation where you can go and do that. Or maybe you're in a situation where you just let like a Hall of Fame receiver walk out the door and you have a very crabby quarterback that you need to pacify. So that might be the Green Bay Packers, where the Green Bay Packers could be the situation where we talk about Brandon Cooks to the Green Bay Packers for years and years and years. Maybe it finally happens. Alan Lazard is hurt. Randall Cobb's on the IR. Christian Watson's hurt. I mean, Romeo, Romeo Dobbs is just not working out right now. Brandon Cooks could be the person that gets it right. If Brandon Cooks comes in there, He's a veteran presence. He's going to demand a lot from the defense. He gives some speed that they need. And again, like Aaron Rodgers has done well with, with, with people that are great route runners and he's a pro. And so I don't think it would take long for cooks to, to, to go in there. So that was my, my prediction for, for Brandon cooks was the green Bay Packers. Uh, my second was the Los Angeles chargers. Keenan Allen's on the mend. Mike Williams is also on the mend and they have Justin Herbert and they are in a crazy competitive, um, you know, crazy competitive division. Um, so I think Brandon cooks to the Los Angeles chargers would be a lot of fun. Be a short-term deal with him. Um, but you know, you you can see it. And then tonight's team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they miss Antonio Brown. He's not on the team anymore. They do miss him. They miss Rob Gronkowski as well. And so I'm talking about another number 12, that's a little cranky. Um, try they're they're obviously in a win now team and Julio he's playing tonight, but he's probably going to be a game time decision next week or out for four weeks. Brandon cooks would be someone that would fit really well in this offense in that role that they've kind of carved out for Russell gauge. Hasn't really worked out. And uh, you know, as they push the chips all in uh, for chase Claypool, I put the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I thought the Dallas Cowboys would be an interesting spot for Chase Claypool. Um, they've not been ones that have really been shy that really cared too much about off the field stuff. 
Um, so I thought that, you know, Claypool would be very interesting there. Um, I think there's a, a few other teams that we've mentioned already, the, you know, the Packers and the Chargers. The, the Packers would be interesting for him. He would not get traded to the Ravens. That's an interdivision rival. Yep. Um, but any other places you could see Claypool? No, I, th- I think the the uh, Cowboys is is very interesting, right? They they got brought in Jalen Tolbert through the draft. They got Michael Gallup back. They moved on from Amari Cooper. But that offense it, it is not really the defense. If we're one hundred percent honest with ourselves, the Dallas Cowboys are winning because of their defense, not because yeah. of the way that their offense is playing, and they're missing that deep threat. And I think Chase Claypool may be able to bring that that facet of the game to them right now. I don't think Michael Gallup is fully healthy, really. Uh, He hasn't looked great in the game that he's been back up to this point. Noah Brown is not that down the field guy, right? They got CD lamb on one end and really some underneath guys right now. So I I think Chase Claypool, it'd it'd be very interesting in that spot. I can't see it happening with the Packers. The Packers have got to get a player that can get open and can catch the ball. They don't need another speedy, big, down-the-field guy that has a tendency to drop some balls that come his way, and I don't think that's going to work out, which is why I've got another guy in mind for the Green Bay Packers, but we'll wait to get there. And then um, Denzel Mims, I think, is an interesting one from the dynasty standpoint. A lot of us were excited about him coming out. Then he went to the Jets, and the Jets have done everything they can to bury him on the roster, but they've also held him captive. They've not allowed him to get traded. He's just good enough to sit on the bench. Last year, he played against the Giants, had six catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown. He also had another catch that was called back and looked absolutely awesome. And he went right back to the bench, and they drafted another receiver. And so he hopefully gets out of town. I don't think Elijah Moore does, which Elijah Moore obviously would net the Jets a little bit more, a lot more than Denzel Mims. But the Jets, don't. they said they're not going to trade him. Denzel Mims, I would think would be very interesting for a lot of different teams, but I'm going to bring him right back to where he was last year. Stay in New Jersey, go to the New York Giants. The Giants have not worked out with, it's not worked out with Kenny Galladay. And that's the type of player they're looking for is someone that is a big body receiver that can play outside and, and do those kind of things. Denzel Mims is a much cheaper version than Kenny Galladay. The Giants did well when they, they, they traded for Leonard Williams for on an expiring contract from the Jets, and then they turn that into a long-term deal. I could see them doing the same thing with Mims. Uh, who do you got? Are you going with uh, Mr. Jerry Judy? No, I think Elijah Moore was my guy, and it's interesting because he's the type of guy that I think the Green Bay Packers need, right? They've got a big guy in Alan Lazard, and I know he's got the shoulder injury right now, and he's probably going to miss some time. They've got Romeo Dobbs, who's a bigger framed guy. He's a taller guy, but they don't have that guy that can get open underneath. And Elijah Moore, if you go and look at uh, Matt Harmon's reception perception when he was a rookie uh, coming, or a, 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 yeah, a rookie coming out of Ole Miss, he was absolutely phenomenal at success rates running all kinds of different routes. And I think that's a player that the Green Bay Packers really like badly need right now is a guy that they can just trust to get open on some of those underneath routes, get them some easy yardage, pull that defense up a little bit so they can hit them over the top with a Romeo Dobbs or a Christian Watson or Alan Lazard or, or whatever they, they, 
whatever the flavor of that game is. So I do think that skill set is what the Packers could really use. Now they don't ever make good decisions when it comes to wide receivers. So I, you know, it's probably yeah, so they would probably shot. do what Justin's suggesting and, and <laughs> don't get, you know, 35 year old AJ green, AJ green. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, who does exactly what you said that they don't need. Uh, yep. And, and, and that's where I was going with, he wants out of town and don't get me wrong. Teams have said, I'm not trading a player. The Giants said they weren't trading Odell Beckham. We signed Odell Beckham. Not We didn't sign Odell Beckham to trade him. Two weeks later, he was traded. Yep. So Elijah Moore could be traded. I mocked the Packers to Elijah Moore, and I've never forgot about that because I'm like, yep. that would have been so perfect. Yep. And so I, I do think that's where I got, you know, Brandon Cooks, more of a veteran presence. Um, but I, I do think, you know, if you if you had – you're right on to it. Like they need somebody to man that slot. Yep. And they don't necessarily have a slot receiver. Randall Cobb was that guy. He's not the same Randall Cobb that he was, you know, eight years ago. And so having someone like that would be perfect. And, um, you know, Elijah Moore, Jerry, Judy, DJ Moore, those guys would be absolutely perfect fits. And, you know, you just, you're, you unfortunately are probably not going to see it because that's just not how the Packers roll. Um, but I do think that I agree with you completely. Those are all perfect fits for that scenario. Yeah, and I think um, the Tennessee Titans are another team that are looking for that type of player, right? They've got they drafted Traylon Burks, that bigger dude, that big guy that's going to give you some yards after the catch. You know, they've got 31-year-old Robert Woods kind of running those underneath routes like he was in L.A., and they they could really use a third option there. Nick Westbrook-Akine is not the answer. Robert Woods is likely not going to be there long term. So a guy like a Jerry Judy or an Elijah Moore that are the better, more crisp route runners could really fit that team. And I think a team that thinks they're probably still a playoff contending caliber team right now. So um, their defense is decent. They still have Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Derrick Henry is is still rolling over the course of the last four weeks. So that's another team I think you should pay attention to that might be in the market for a wide receiver. And here's some other receivers that could be moved. KJ Hamler. Um, Hamler is not really done much in his career. Um, he does have high draft capital, and he's a very fast, fast receiver. And people love speed. And so you've seen, you saw MVS catch a big contract this year. You saw, you know, we've seen, you know, Andy Isabella get drafted in the second round. People love, love speed. And so um, you have, you know, you have KJ Hamler. You have a lot of teams that are looking for speed, and he's, he's the guy. And so the, the, what they're saying is that the Jaguars beat the Broncos this weekend, that the Broncos are going to go into, you know, rebuild mode. There's even some talk that Nathaniel Hackett could lose his job, but the uh, man, the general manager said, no, that's not going to happen. Kendrick Bourne last year, he was one of the most underrated free agency picks pickups. He was, he had a thousand yards. He was a great, great player for the Patriots last year. And they drafted Tyquan Thornton. They traded or yeah, they traded for uh Devontae Parker, and he's just an afterthought. Kendrick Bourne could be on the move. He's another player that has some speed and in the right situation has shown that he can perform. Um, you know, I think he'd be another player that, you know, that especially if you're looking for a cheaper option, that he's someone you can go after right now. Um, you know, and, and now with the, the Jamar Chase injury, I don't think the Bengals go make a move. But the Bengals could be a team that that you know tries to get another weapon now that they're you know out Chase is out for at least four weeks, maybe longer. 
So tight ends, there's not many out there, but I do want to throw a couple on the list just because, you know, we, we could see it. Mike Kosicki has played really well the last couple weeks. The first few weeks, he didn't do anything. And the thought is, is maybe they're showcasing him. He's on a franchise tag. He's going to have to get signed next year. It's going to, he's going to want a big contract. They just signed Tyreek Hill to a big contract. They're going to have to sign Tua and Waddle here soon. They got a bunch of young players that they got to sign. And Gusecki might just end up not factoring in as far as the cap. There has been rumors, the Packers, the Bills, not the Bills, the the Giants, um, Tampa Bay, a few different teams. Do you think Gusecki could get moved? I I don't know because I got to imagine that a move of Gusecki – uh, is going to require a contract. And I don't know if people are going to want to pay that right now. Um, they're not I mean, going to have to, they're not going to have to do a contract. You do. You cannot extend a franchise tagged player after that, that certain day. Oh, I didn't so know fr- that. Yeah. So once they, that's why they, they, they hold out and don't sign it. But on the oh. certain day, once the tag is, cause it's, cause it's a, uh, the contract is, is fully guaranteed. They have a certain day where they can work on an extension, and after that, it's I think it's the, the third week of the preseason. And that doesn't apply for teams that they're to no. Okay, then yeah, I think that's definitely a plausible a plausible thing to happen. Uh, I just don't know if it's the right move for Miami, right? Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me for a team like Miami, who you know is you know we just heard they're looking to buy a running back. Why would you go buy a running back and then trade away a skill player in a in a super athletic tight end? It just doesn't make sense to me from a, a standpoint of we're trying to win a Super Bowl this season and trying to be a playoff contending caliber team. So I just don't know that it's actually going to happen because of that. Uh, like it just rational ownership it doesn't really make sense to me right now. And Rogers wants AJ Green. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I can't buy that either. Like they already went and got a thirty-year-old Sammy Watkins. Like, why? That, that makes zero well, sense. Well, Aaron Rodgers like, forced them to get Randall Cobb in his eight million dollar yeah. contract. So yeah. why not get AJ Green as well? I guess um, yeah. you're just trying to like play Madden 2010. Um, so as far as the quarterbacks, do you think there's any quarterbacks that could be moved? I think some of these backups could. I think Bailey Zappi is very interesting, to be completely honest, right? I, this is kind of – we talked about this, I, I think, on Monday, or maybe I was talking to somebody else about it. It seems to kind of be the Patriot way a little bit to showcase these backup quarterbacks uh, and then move them to other teams, right? If you can remember, there was this really good quarterback. They got drafted out – had a really good college season in Arkansas, got drafted, I think, in the third round, second or third round by the Patriots. He was a backup and then got moved to Houston, and I don't know he was really ever anything, right? We had Jimmy Mallett. Ryan Mallett, thank you. I couldn't think of the last name. I thought the name was Ryan, uh, but I could not think of his last name, right? That, that just seems to be kind of their M.O., and we saw Bailey Zappi, right? He came into that game against the Bears in the first half, two touchdown drives right off the bat, cooled off in the second half, really because the Bears defense started to get their stuff together, right, and started to play really well. Uh, but I think he could be a guy that is kind of a dark horse to be moved into a team that is going to be a 500 team. 
that knows they're not a playoff caliber, not really in contention, but going to be outside of the top 10 to be able to get one of those top three quarterbacks in next year's draft and may look at that as a situation of, you know what, instead of reaching for a quarterback in the third round next year, let's go get a guy that we've seen on the NFL field that is going to be fairly reasonably priced for us and go that route. Uh, So I I think Bailey Zappi is an interesting guy uh, right now for something like that. It'd be pretty early. He's, he's uh, yep. He just got drafted this year. He did. Um, we have Gardner Minshew out there. Um, and nothing nothing in the second because the Bears are trending up, gents. Get ready. Um, uh, spoken like a true Bears fan. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of those at SGPN. Um, yeah. Must be a thing with Justin's. Um, <laughs> but uh, as far as, you know, as far as any other backup quarterbacks, uh, I know we had the free agent list the other day. Um, Cooper Rush, you know, he's someone that, you know, I don't know if he played himself into a starting job, especially with how it ended, but Cooper Rush definitely showed his value and did his job. Um, you know, Tyler Huntley has shown some flashes, um, you know, but Lamar Jackson's also a free agent next year. And so they have that situation to deal with, but we don't necessarily have any, there's not no more teams of QB controversies. There's teams with like really bad situations. Um, like the Panthers have like four <laughs> bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and they're going to start them all this year. They're going to find a way to start every single one of them. And, you know, now the uh, Matt Ryan's been moved on from Sam Ellinger is the signal caller for the Colts. Um, yeah, I will say this. I was at the Bucks game when the Colts in the Colts preseason and I saw Sam Ellinger run for over 100 yards. Um, this guy can scramble, and that's why they brought him in there. They said they thought his scrambling ability would help the offense, and uh, he doesn't have the biggest arm. Um, but as far as you know, his rushing, that could be something that you're looking at in your superflex leagues, where you know he does have a little bit of rushing upside. He's not going to go out there. He's not. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Lamar Jackson, but he does have some rushing upside to him, and he is athletic. Um, but any thoughts on that and how that affects uh, the rest of that offense? You know, your boy Paris Campbell, you got Michael Pittman out there. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, real life, right? I had Paris Campbell in my starting lineup the last couple weeks. I had him in there at the beginning of the week. They benched Matt Ryan. I pulled him out of my lineup immediately. Um, I just I think it's a major down arrow for all of the pass catchers, including Michael Pittman. Uh, I think it's probably likely a down arrow for Jonathan Taylor because teams are just going to stack the box and say, if Sam Ellinger beats us, then we'll take that. Uh, But we're not going to let Jonathan Taylor beat us. So I I just think it's just a big time down arrow for that offense as a whole. We talked about this on Monday. I hate every bit of it because I feel like they're doing exactly what they did to go get Andrew Luck. And that is purposefully tank and lose football games. And I really don't like that. Um, and I, maybe I'm just flashbacking uh, to that. Maybe that's not what's happening because it's not like Matt Ryan was good. Uh, so, you know, maybe the team yeah, looks at Sam Ellinger and says, hey, look, this adds some rushing, you know, a little bit of a different uh, approach from an offensive perspective. Maybe it gives us a spark and, and works. And who knows? Maybe it does. I mean, <laughs> it's not going to take a lot to be better than Matt Ryan. But Yeah, it was just, interesting because Matt Ryan threw for like 500 yards the week before. Yeah. But then that last week was not good. And, you know, Paris Campbell was basically in the Naheem Hines role. His his air yards was oh, yeah, super low. 
It's yeah, not, like, which is not normal for him, right? I mean, if you think about Paris six. Campbell in Ohio State, that was not what was he. What yeah, he he was, was basically being used as a as a like satellite back. Hey, and, give uh, me those double digit targets though. Just yeah, yeah, he was getting up. he was getting ten targets for you know twenty air yards, but he was doing he was doing some work with it. Yeah, and you know, like I said, him and Hines kind of similar the way the way the usage was, and so we'll see. Ellinger, you know, I don't really have a lot to go off of as far as. He did play last year, but I don't remember if there was a lot of whether he, yeah. you know, he was dunk, you know, dumping the ball off or airing it out or anything like that. But I do believe Michael Pittman played with him and didn't have any issues. But Michael Pittman is the one that probably has the biggest concern. All right. Well, hey, I don't have anything else. If you guys um, have any trade questions or anything else, comment on the video or just get at us at FF Bourbon Dude or at Dynasty Dorks on Twitter. Good luck this season. Cheers.